I control the rock, if the rap slow, I control the block Yeah, I'm really it, and you not Got a couple coups, I can draw the top I done made it, nigga, all these digits coming in I'm saving for the bigger picture, no one day I need them Might as well get used to me, my biggest fear is ending up with you should be, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the first episode of Bet the Garage podcast. I'm D Money. It's my boy Kid Creo. And we got Lil here. We're ready to drink, party, have a little fun, talk a little SEC football. Before we get started, Kid, why don't you tell the listeners what they can expect from our show? I don't know what to expect. Uh, we're going to drink, definitely drink. We're going to gamble. We're going to cook. And just have a good time. Yeah, we're definitely going to have a good time, definitely have some fun. Why don't you tell the listeners how we came up with Bet the Garage? Uh, back in 2020, every bar around the tri-state area shut down, and uh, we started gathering here to watch college football all day on Saturdays, and we've been here ever since. Watch a lot of sports in this garage. We're definitely going to have some fun. we got some special guests like Parlay Princess, some local guests that you'll get to know over, the, over time watching the show. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to talk some football. Make sure you give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube channel at Bet the Garage. Kid, you ready? I'm ready. How do we not start in the SEC West with the preseason number one, Alabama Crimson Tide? Minus 140 to win the SEC. What do you think about the Alabama Crimson Tide? Uh, you know how I feel about uh, F and Nick Saban. I mean, if you'd stayed in Baton Rouge, I'd be okay with him. Yeah, let's look at their, let's look at Alabama's offense. Of course, they returned Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young. Amazing season last year, 4,872 yards passing, 47 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He does lose his top two targets, wide receiver Jamison Williams and John Mechie. John Mechie diagnosed with leukemia. Hopefully you get better kid soon and we see you on the field. They do add in Jermaine Burton from Georgia and Tyler Harrell from Louisville. Can, can Bryce repeat that Heisman season? Can he bring back that magic? I think we're not. Five starters returned on the whole line, six returning on the defense. I think they'll be okay. I think he'll he'll be up there. It's a good point you bring up about the offensive line. Let's talk about that offensive line real quick. They rushed for 150 last year, which was the lowest total under Nick Saban since his first year at, at Alabama. They allowed 41 sacks. They do bring back three starters and transfer in center Tyler Sheen from Vanderbilt. I do think they'll they'll get better. They also bring in running back, Jameer Gibbs from Georgia Tech. He's a dual threat out of the backfield. He can catch the ball. He can rush. Let's talk about their defense because I think they'll put up some points. So let's talk about their defense. They only gave up 86 yards rushing per game last year, 57 sacks. They do only return two starters on the D-line, but they do have the Gursky winner, Will Anderson, returning to wreak havoc on the SEC. What do you think about Will Anderson, his 17-and-a-half sacks? Sitting at thirty to one to win the Heisman, not a, not a bad price for for the for a defensive player at Heisman. I think he's a complete beast, but I'm not gonna bet him at thirty to one. I'd rather put money on Bryce Young to win the Heisman Trophy. 
Yeah, if there's, if there's any defensive player that can win it this year, it might be him. Might might be some value there at 30 to 1. Vegas has Bama listed at 10.5 wins minus 250. I do think they can get there. What do you think about that, that total of 10.5? Uh, they're going to go over 10.5. I mean, but I'm not going to play uh, minus 250. Yeah, I have to agree. I do think they get to the ten and a half. It's not really a re- revelation. I do see them in the SEC championship. Let's stay in the SEC West. Let's talk about Texas A and M. A lot of talk about the war war of words between Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. I'm really sick of hearing it. A uh, and M's had top ten classes every every year since Jimbo's gotten there. Top five class last year. Top class recruiting class this year. But until Jimbo shows me he can win, I don't care where his recruiting classes are ranked. They do transfer in Max Johnson from LSU at quarterback to battle Haynes King uh, for that starting spot. Jimbo hasn't tipped his hand yet, so we don't know who the starting quarterback is. What do you, what do you think about Texas A&M? Yeah, they beat Alabama last year. I mean, 8-4 uh, last year, but you know, the last four years, uh, uh, not even in the top ten. So it's going to be a tough battle for them. I know it's going to be like, oh, just, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know if you can say the F word here on this podcast, but maybe I can help you out. Oh, but that's what you're here for. All right. You're the so, stats guy. So they, they lose Isaiah Spiller at running back, but they do bring back Devon Akashe, who Jimbo says is the best back he's ever coached. Rushed for 910 last year. Was their third leading receiver with 261 yards receiving. He's going to be asked to carry the ball a little bit more with, with Spiller gone. They do lose wide receiver, their top target, Anaya Smith, who had 47 receptions, six touchdowns last year, suspended following his arrest with DWI, marijuana, and gun possession, uh, and having a loaded gun in his car. But it wasn't him. It wasn't me. It definitely wasn't you. Well, maybe it was you. Wasn't maybe me. it was you. I don't know. I don't know either. It wasn't me. The offense would be okay. Let's talk about their defense because this is where they really need to show what this recruiting class is all about. They have to replace four D linemen. They did recruit six of the top ten high school D linemen. They returned one starter at linebacker. Early on, I think you'll be able to run the ball on them until we until these recruits get their feet wet. Uh, but I do think the defense will come around. What do you think about about Jimbo and his defense? Uh, last year they were ranked number seven. Somebody gets the pass. I think their defense is going to be okay this year. Let's move on to the Arkansas Razorbacks. Third year for Coach Sam Pittman. Started three and seven his first year, nine and four last year. They were six and one at home last year. Four of their first five are at home with AM, who they beat last year, 20 to 10 in week four in Arlington. Could be a big game. Then October 1st, they face Alabama, uh, who they played with last year, 42 35. This team's dangerous. What do you think about that? Arkansas uh, Razorbacks. I mean, the Dolphins scored 31 points per game, rushing 228 yards. And last year with the returning quarterback, K.J. K. Jefferson, and four offensive linemen returning, you know Pittman will have them running all over people. I'm just I'm not sure if Texas A&M's defense is going to be ready week four. The question is, can they build off that defensive performance? Last year only gave up 23 points per game after in 2020 giving up 35 points per game. They returned four starters on the defense. The D-line didn't really create a lot of pressure last year, only 14 sacks. But their their pass defense ranked 19th against the pass. They returned two of those quarterbacks, plus they get transfers from Georgia and LSU. I think they can repeat that performance. But you make a a great point. It's all about, for me, this team is about K.J. Jefferson. 
He makes them go. Their win total sitting at seven and a half plus one forty. I think there's value there. I see them nine and three. I think we'll learn a lot about Arkansas and Cincinnati in that first game. Should be a great game. Let's talk about the Ole Miss Rebels. This one's tough for me. Lane Kiffin did a great job in his second year here with the Rebels, going ten and three. He does lose his quarterback Mac Corral to the NFL. They do transfer in Jackson Dart from USC, who only played three games last year, but showed some glimpses that he can carry an offense in those three games. What do you think about the Ole Miss Rebels? Uh, Corral's production would be tough to replace, especially with uh, the loss of three running backs, five of the top seven receivers. You know, Kiffin worked worked the transfer portal and two running backs and five receivers all with experience. They will figure out the offense and put up some points. They should start six and zero, but then uh, they got to run the gauntlet. They got Auburn at LSU, at A&M, Alabama at Arkansas, the Egg Bowl versus Mississippi. I don't know about that at LSU game being tough, but uh, why do you got to say that bullshit? Because that's your team. That's your team. I know, but I didn't say anything about Ohio State. You're right. You're right. We didn't get to Ohio State yet, but. Yeah, that's a tough one. Another tough team to forecast are the Auburn Tigers. They finished six and seven in Brian Harson's first year. Quarterback Bo Nixon transfers to to Oregon. I don't think it's a big loss. They transfer in Zach Calzada, but it's been T.J. Finley taking the snaps. Six seven two fifty. Um, he's taking most of the snaps in the spring. They returned four starters on the O line. They returned Tank Bisbee at running back, and all their three running backs are over two hundred pounds. Their defense also returned six starters. I think the, the defense will be a little bit better. What do you think about the Auburn Tigers? There's only one Tiger, Mason. Tiger, my ass. There's two Tigers. There's Dallas U Tigers. We know that. Uh, Auburn win total sits at five and a half minus 160. A little higher than I, I want to lay, but I'll lean towards uh, 75. Now let's stop with the fake-ass Tiger team. We, let's talk about a real team up next, a real Tigers. Finally, have a coach with Brian Kelly. And with the new transfer in from Jalen Daniels from Arizona State, definitely will benefit from Kelly's coaching. The ramped up offensive line can block the offense will be better. Eight and four this year, and wait till next year, baby. It's going to be Mardi Gras in the garage every Saturday. Yeah, partying at eight and four. So it feels so good to be an Ohio State fan. But I think you're a little optimistic on that LSU total. I see them six and six with a win total at six and a half. I'm not touching it. Six and six. Let's. <laughs> Let's move on to crazy ass Mike Leach in the Mississippi State. Leach's third year here. They returned quarterback Will Rogers after breaking the school record for passing yards with 4,739 yards. Six, 36 touchdowns, nine interceptions. This year he'll pass Jack Prescott for three passing yards. They do return eight starters on offense. Will Rogers, 80 to 1 to win the Heisman. It's looking like some value to me. What do you think? Will Rogers, get the fuck out of here. Mr. Rogers has a better chance of losing the Heisman. Nobody can lose him. Kid with Will Rogers. Give me Roy Rogers at 80 to 1, and I'm all, all on it. What do you think about that, Daddy? And there was close to one on Roy Rogers? Yeah. Is he alive? <laughs> Probably not, but he has a better chance of winning the Heisman. Right. right. No there, respect to Will. There was close some points, but you know, with a six and a half total win, minus 110 at best, he's 27 and 6. Before we move on to the SEC, let me tell you a joke. You got one? I do. All right. Go ahead. Let's hear it. You got to keep it clean, though. Okay. This is very clean. All right. So why didn't I tell the people across the street? Why? Because it got stuck in the crack. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Not bad. We did say there'd be some jokes. We did say they'd be good, but 
I don't know. Well, I guess <laughs> that was great. I mean, it's, not it's not bad. I think Dave Chappelle's going to call me and ask me to buy that one. Wait till, wait till I do a little karaoke. karaoke the listeners are going to have to wait till the first show at least. You don't bring out the closer in the first inning. Let's let's talk SEC East. Of course, we got to start in the Athens with the defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs. Man, I don't think I've but, ever had so much. See, you mentioned Georgia Bulldogs, right? Yeah. And who has joined us again? Who has what? Joined us at the table. Uh, Lily. Lily's back. Lily's a Georgia Bulldog fan, so. Uh, is, is she a Georgia Bulldog fan, or she just wants to get a piece of that bulldog? She wants, she wants to get in that doghouse. She just wants to be a piece of the All right, let's, let, let's talk about the defending national champion, Georgia Bulldogs. Man, I don't think we ever had so much fun watching a defense dominate like we did last year. We both won a ton of money betting the Bulldogs and their opponent team total unders. A lot of questions here for me. What do you think about the Bulldogs? That defense wiped that ass last year, week after week. If the Bulldogs, you know, the ones we watched every week, but an easy schedule, they'll go twelve and zero. Yeah, that defense was impressive. But wait, 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 wait. I know, I know the return Stetson Bennett at quarterback, they, but they lose their top two backs. They lose a ton of talent at wide receiver. They might have the best tight end group in college. I don't know. I think the offense will not be as good. Then there's the defense from last year. The defense was the eighty-five Bears, and we're still waiting to see those eighty-five Bears again. We still haven't seen that. They're trying to replace number one pick Trayvon Walker, Jordan Davis, Devontae White, and Kobe Dean all in one year. I don't see it. That Oregon game in the first week could be scary, but watch out for the team I love. And you know who that is. I wouldn't be shocked to see them finish the regular season 10 and 2. In fact, give me the under on the 10 and a half. I'll take under 10 and a half minus 210 for the Bulldogs. I don't like it. But anyway, let's just move on. I think you had too many drinks or whatever you're drinking. Uh, all seven years, Kirby Smart has been, been at Georgia. De- their defense, Kirby Smart has been at the Georgia defense. They've been great. You know, let's talk about your team that you won't shut up about them damn ugly uniforms. Yeah, let's talk about those Tennessee Volunteers. The only thing they will be volunteering for is an ass whooping from the Georgia Bulldogs. All right, wait, wait, wait. Hear me out. They finished seven and six last year in Hendon's first year. I know that, but they do return their star quarterback, Hendon Hooker. Who last year didn't take any snaps with the first team in the spring. He threw for 2,941 yards, 45 yards, 31 touchdowns, three interceptions, also rushed for 616. This will be his second year in this offense. He gets back three of their top, top four rushers. They have three of their top five receivers back, plus they had Drew McCoy, number one ranked receiver at a high school. The offensive line rushed for 218 last year. They returned four starters, plus they had Gerald Mincy from Florida. They'll pass protect better as they gave up 44 sacks last year. But with a more experienced team, second year in the offense, they scored 39 points per game last year. I think they'll get it done again this year. That's great. They're scoring 39 points a game, but they're giving up 40. They can't even stop little feet here. All right. All right. Let's talk about their defense. They had some trouble with quarterbacks, mobile quarterbacks. Stetson Bennett is not a mobile quarterback. They were seventh in college for tackles for loss. They're deeper and more experienced at linebacker. The secondary ranked 50th last year. They returned three starters. Plus, they add Brandon Turnage from Alabama, who is only started at Alabama, one SEC Defensive Player of the Week. They also add Ohio State quarterback Andre Andre Turnton. So I think the secondary is going to improve. I see them 7-1 going into Athens. The Bulldogs better watch out. Watch out for what? Really, you haven't been drinking? I haven't been drinking. Not yet. 
Okay, well, uh, don't take a walk to the refrigerator anymore. I mean, that's seven, seven and a half wins total minus 170. I think you have a better chance to go over. I'm going to take it over. And since you're so high on them, what's the record at the end of the year? I really want to say 11 and 1. I'll go 10 and 2 over the 7 and a half minus 170. If I can find an 8 and a half, I'll take that. I love this team. This is this is my SEC team this year. Enough about Hooker and his ugly, ugly uniforms. All right, let's move on to Florida. Florida finished six and seven last year. They finally fired Coach Dan Mullen. They bring in Bill Napier from Louisiana, uh, another coach that I think is just going to learn early that the SEC is no joke. What do you think about Florida? Uh, go on to uh, go on to six and a half wins. You know, if if you are lucky, I mean, it might. Well, Wind up at six, uh, but you're not getting seven. I agree. I don't see them going over the six. I do think Napier will get them moving in the right direction. I love Utah minus the one and a half in week one. Let's talk Kentucky. Kentucky I'm still trying to figure out. How did Mark Stoops go 10-3 and last year? I know their schedule was weak, but they literally beat no one. Oh, wait, they did beat LSU 42-21. Oh, wow, Wildcats over the Tigers. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of Kentucky. I mean, they'll probably go over their seven and a half wins. Uh, but, I mean, eight and four at the most. Uh, let's move yeah, on. Yeah, they, they don't really play anyone. You got them eight and four. Didn't you say LSU was going to be seven and five? Uh, well, no, I, now that we talked about it, I think I talked myself eight and four. Nice to dream. I still think LSU finishes six and six. Okay, let's let's talk about the game, Cox. Cox and Hookers. You're going to get us canceled after the first show. Relax. Let's stay focused. We're talking about the South Carolina Gamecocks. They do transfer in last year's favorite to win the Heisman Trophy, Spencer Rattler, at quarterback. They returned five starters on the whole line. The offense will probably be better than the 22 points from last year. Their secondary wasn't bad, right? 26th last year. They returned three starters, but the D-line and the quarterbacks are a huge concern. They were 7-6 and six in Shane Bieber's first year. Do they improve off that first year? Uh, win total sitting at six and a half plus one twenty-five. I see five wins. Uh, Missouri's up next, and they suck. Yep. Let's talk it. Let's talk Missouri Tigers here. Uh, they were six and seven last year. The quarterback position is an open competition. I don't see any of the quarterbacks making really a difference. They did average one hundred eighty yards rushing. They returned four starters on that O line, so that might be the only decent part of this team. Their win total sitting at five and a five and a half. I don't think they come close. I think they get. Three wins at most. What do you think? I say let's talk about a real team. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's two and ten last year. And I'm sold on the coach saying he's working on building a championship program. Give me over two and a half wins this year. Uh they gotta they gotta win three out of the first four, because after that it's a wrap. They'll lose every other game. You're asking me if I drank? Did you drink it? The Commodores, let's talk about the Commodores. Like, not a real team, but we talked about Missouri, and you got to talk about Vanderbilt. They both suck. Yeah, but you said let's talk about a real team, the Vanderbilt Commodores. But, all right. Well, well, that was a joke. That was another one of my jokes that I inserted. But you do have them winning over three. Over Definitely over games. three. All right. I mean, they do return two quarterbacks who can't be worse than they were last year, so they should improve there. They did allow 193 yards rushing. And had a college low nine sacks, losing two starters, three backups. I don't think it's the worst thing. They're just bad, and you better hope they beat Hawaii week one because they'll be, they'll beat Elon week two. But I don't see them beating Northern Illinois, a team that was nine and five, and 
that returns 18 starters. Then it's on to the SEC. They haven't won one. You know they haven't won an SEC game since 2019. That's why after that that fourth game, it's a wrap. They just got to win the first. Maybe th- maybe they beat Missouri, who actually is the last team they beat. But e- even even that. That's a that's not a gimme. So, I might go. They might go one of eleven. Uh, I'll say they're gonna. They start three and one. They'll finish three and nine. All right. Well, that's the breakdown of our SEC teams. Let's talk about your surprise team. So Vanderbilt won the surprise team. Three games doesn't count as a surprise team. I mean, they won two and ten last year. I'm giving you a, a winner. Take over two and a half for this season. I mean, I hate to say, it, but most people don't expect. LSU to do this great this year, but that's a surprise team for me as well. Uh, I don't expect uh, most people. I think win total six and a half points worth 15 is a good bet. I think uh, Brian Kelly would turn his team around with very, very quick. What a surprise that you went to the LSU Tigers. I'm really torn between Arkansas and Tennessee. I love both quarterbacks, but I do think Tennessee's defense can show some improvement. I'll go with Tennessee over the seven and a half points. How about players to look out for in the SEC? Uh, we spoke about Will Anderson earlier today and Bryce Young. I mean, I don't know who yet Georgia will have someone step up on a defense and they will make a name for themselves because they're recruiting out of out of Georgia and these SEC teams. They they some nice players they put And I, I think you have to look out for Jameer Gibbs transferring over to Alabama, dual threat running back. Uh, but for me, I, I think K.J. Jefferson takes another step forward. He's definitely a difference maker. But you already know. I have a small ticket on him and Booker 60-1 to win the Heisman. I think in his second year in the system, taking all the first reps with that offense in the spring, he's going to be in the in the Heisman conversation. All right, let's get let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. I need a drink. All right, let, what's your SEC game prediction and winner? That's uh, that's an easy one there. It's going to be Alabama, Georgia, and uh, I mean, as much so as I want, to you're see. going straight pros here. Georgia versus Alabama. No, no surprise here. I'm going straight Georgia versus Alabama. Well, you're probably right. You're probably right. It's going to be Georgia, Alabama, but I'm going to go Alabama, Tennessee with Alabama winning 42-20. That's a wrap on our first preview show. Let's. Tune in for our other what, 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 is, what is it with you in Tennessee? Is it uniforms? I like Hendon Hooker. I think he's he's going to make a difference. Well, I mean, I like Hooker. I think the coach too. is going to make but, a difference in his second year. I like Tennessee. I just don't see it. I, see. I mean, I have him losing that to Alabama in the SEC final there in the SEC championship 42-20. So wrap on the preview show. Tune in for our other power conference breakdowns. They'll be coming soon. If you learned anything, agree with anything we said, disagree, Give us some likes, subscribe to our channel, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Bet the Garage. Hit us up with your thoughts. We'll be releasing our other four power conferences soon. Then we'll be coming to you weekly with game previews and some picks. Why don't you take us home, kid? This is fun. And remember, you know, we had a great time. This is what we do every Saturday. We sit in the garage and we gamble and watch sports. Next week, we on a preview show. We are going to be cooking. And I hope everybody enjoyed themselves. And we'll have Carly Princess live on the next show. She's coming in live. She's anxious to make that. She's waiting. She's been waiting. And always remember, don't bet the house, bet the garage. Peace out. Peace.